Hey, my loves. Oh my gosh, it's crazy out here in these streets, but you are listening to the For Your Thoughts podcast where psychology, pop culture, and self meet. It's me, your girl Penny, here again, once here alone once again. And I feel like next week I'm going to start doing like anchor calls so we can get guests back on here, but we're just going to have to talk on the phone or whatever. So we'll have that probably popping in the next couple of episodes. First of all, how are y'all doing? I hope you're I hope you're amazing. Um <clears throat> I feel like the cabin fever is kicking in for me right now. I did some like rooftop yoga situation to get some more like sunlight and air. Like I need my vitamin D, like not like that, but like I need like actual sunlight. Um I even have like a vitamin D lamp. If you don't have one of those, I suggest to order one of those, especially if you're in New York City, just to make sure like all of your vitamins are rolling and like you're feeling good looking good and all that stuff but yeah it's fucking a global pandemic and it's pretty wild um I guess I'll start with like my normal updates and then we can talk about all that corona rony shit later let's talk about some other shit let's get our mind off of you know what's like been like all over all all over all of our social media and whatnot so For my updates, I guess I would say I've been interviewing for like a ton of different positions and whatnot. And the crazy thing is like everything's paused because of this whole Corona thing. So imagine what my anxiety is doing right now. But I'm honestly super duper at peace. Everything. My support system is amazing. I'm prepared. Um, I feel like everything happens for a reason. So this break kind of feels kind of good and scary in a weird way but like I'm chilling like I'm coasting I've been through all kind of shit this is almost nothing so time will tell whatever happens happens all is good with that so check on that's what's happening on that side um yeah and I don't know might be a little quarantine might be somebody's little quarantine I'm just kidding but nah like I've just been chilling um getting some time to myself and honestly that's all I can say about an update in my life so yeah let's move on to the pen pal letters okay so somebody wrote in and was like should they go on a date during this whole corona time and at first like I would have said yes like the past like in like two weeks ago or a week ago I would have been like yeah just go it's okay whatever but now that she's gotten real it's like a hell no get on the phone get to know each other um FaceTime text all day like everyone has so much time to talk like just get to know each other and send pictures do that whole thing because nobody has time to be catching viruses from niggas that probably won't be there next week like it's not worth it sis I'm sure he'll be okay so I would say don't go on that date um just communicate like see what he's like during hard times that's important right and see like if he can hold a real conversation like and not have to be intimate with you and whatnot like try to build something like on like high school days on the phone for like four hours or whatever do some shit like that and I think that um you can handle that until we're out of this who knows how long that will be I'm not sure what people are gonna do if it goes on forever I don't know what's gonna happen to people in that case if you're not like already quarantined up with the bay uh more power to you I guess you gotta fuck yourself like and literally <laughs> fuck yourself that's probably the only thing that 
would satisfy. Or just, you know, relax. Um, there's other ways to... Well, no, there's really not. <laughs> you probably just have to do that. But anyway, let's move forward. It's getting a little crazy. Um, I saw the funniest thing. It was like that Fresh Prince song. Well, let me see. I'm stuck in a basement sitting on a tricycle girl getting on my nerves. Going out of my mind, I thought she was fine. Don't know if her body is hers. I'm hungry. Don't you have any more breath mints? No, you ate them all without offering me one. You can't have my toothpick anymore. Did I ask you? Look, baby, why don't you just look in the freezer and see if there's something in there? Would you look? Why don't you look? I thought you liked doing things for me. Yes, I did, till you ate all my breath mints. Get it. I don't need you to do anything for me. Could you open this? So for those of you quarantining and chilling with the new boo, I saw the funniest little internet thing. If you guys watched Fresh Prince of Bel-Air back in the day, you remember when uh, Will got stuck in, he got stuck in the basement with his girl, whatever. So I tweeted and was like, this is what happens when quarantine and chill goes wrong. Too funny. Now, now let's move on to our next segment, Pen Pal Letters. Is it a red flag if your significant other like asks for money? And I really had to think about that. And I was just kind of like, I mean, there's like a lot of variables that go t into this. What do they need it for? Is it an abrupt hard time? Are they always asking for money? Are you the one always providing? What are, like, what's going into all of these things? What's their situation? Like, are, are you in a place to just be giving money out? Like, if you're, like, a sugar daddy or a BDB and you got it like that, then, I mean, why would you not help your girl out and vice versa? But, I mean, that's just me. But also, you have to make sure that you're not in a relationship where someone's using you. Been there, done that. Um, you should just make sure that like what's really going on with them, make sure that they're not there simply for that. Is it a red flag? It depends on how many times and how much. Um, and if you don't feel comfortable with it, that means something. I feel like if you had it like that and you guys had like a solid relationship, you would just, you like she wouldn't even have to ask, honestly, or he wouldn't even have to ask. She would just naturally be good because you're gonna make sure he or she is gonna naturally be good because you're gonna make sure that's good. So if you had to think that it was a red flag, it is, or it's just not what you need to be doing at this moment. So that's my take on that. Do as you please. Um, keep me updated on that whole thing. So we're gonna move forward to the next um, segment, which will be change, right? Yeah, change. Sorry, I'm not. I didn't write anything. I didn't really prep anything. I just wrote a couple things down. So this is going to be like the most freestyle episode that we've had thus far. I'm talking to myself on my phone. I drank a White Claw. Don't ask me why. Lauren left a White Claw in the fridge. I saw it. I drank it. It tastes like seltzer water. And I think I'm tipsy, but I don't know if I'm tipsy. And, you know, it's just, it is what it is. I'm not sure what's going on. No one else, no one knows what's going on. I thought it was freaking Wednesday yesterday, but it's only Wednesday today. It's only seven o'clock and we still have a whole nother like half of the week left to go till the weekend. And even if the, when the weekend comes, 
nothing's changing. So that's odd. But anyways, we're going to move on to the next segment, change. All right. So for change, I'm going to highlight my guy. If you did not know, if you're like really close to me, you know, like I've been a Justin Bieber stan since Justin Bieber came out. I bought every CD. Um... I know every word to almost every single song. I just really, really, really fuck with the beeps, no matter what, even though it might be a little off brand. That's my guy. Um, but so with his new album changes, which is amazing, make sure you go and check that out. He aligned the rollout with that with a YouTube like docu-series with a bunch of short little clips that kind of explain why he was gone for so long, his relationship with Haley, um, his future, his past, his present, just like explaining his whole thing and where he's at right now mentally and all that. And in that, he was like so transparent. Like, I've been waiting to see content like this. I want to create content like this. And he basically was just explaining like the, I guess, therapeutic practices and like what he has to do to mentally stay on track and mentally get back stable so if you didn't know Justin Bieber blew up what like freaking 12 13 years old um was this insane superstar which is not normal and um what how he explained it I'm gonna try my best to explain it off this white claw so basically at a young age he was exposed to so much even the adrenaline and just like the energy and like all the sensory things that happen with being in front of like a crowd screaming for you, all that excitement at a young age can really mess with your brain. You are not even developed yet. And for your brain to reach that peak and high is insane. It's not ready for it. So it ends up developing in a way that it's doesn't, it wouldn't actually do that way for a normal person who's just like a normal kid living their everyday life. So he's exposed to all these, all these things, which is amazing. Um, but it was messing with his mental health. He never lived a normal life. He has no idea what that is. So he's just living that like childhood star life, basically. And we know how that always goes. Goes into drugs, um, just spends money on things, gets in trouble, all that stuff that we see all the time. But what's cool about Justin is the fact that he caught himself before things just got super crazy. We didn't hear any crazy, you know, OD stories about Justin or anything like that, although he was definitely going through some of those same things. So I guess one day he just kind of woke up and was like, yo, I I don't feel right. It might be the end. Someone take me to rehab or wherever I gotta go. Called Scooter Braun and was like, yeah, it's time for me to make a change. I'm not here for this. And he went to rehab and whatnot. And after getting out of rehab, a lot of people just jump right into like normal life and end up relapsing and falling back. But instead, he just ended up continuing therapy, continuing. Um, he does these weekly IV things that are also helping build his brain back up from all the loss from his child, from, you know, the, the whole thing with the excitement in childhood and also the whole thing that happens when you do drugs and what happens to your brain. So he does these weekly IV situations and he also, which I thought was crazy. It was so cute, but it was crazy. So he, every day he lays in a hyperbaric oxygen tank and like Haley Bieber zips him up in it every single morning, every single night. 
and it just brings oxygen to the brain. Basically what happens when you meditate, um, but on another level and just like brings your brain back to life. He literally needs these things to create and to survive to this day. That's what happened. Like, imagine not being able to just like do your thing because your brain just won't allow you to do it. And like, that's what's happening to these, you know, childhood stars and even to just regular people every day who just fuck their mind off off drugs. It's like you can't get back without healing and like building your brain back up. It's a normal muscle. Once it's broken, you got to do what you got to do to bring it back up. Of course, he has the money and the funds to fucking lay in a damn hyperbaric oxygen tank. I wish I had one in my living room. That'd be lit as fuck. But I mean, I'm glad that he's sharing like that he goes to therapy. He's working through his shit. He's working through things like what he's actually taking and what he's actually doing. I haven't seen celebs do that or even talk about that. And that's why he's like change of the week. Um, his album is super positive. He loves the hell out of Hailey Bieber. It's adorable. They're meant to be. She is literally, I feel like, meant for him. It's so cute. I feel like she's she's the type of wife that like was low-key, high-key, made for him. And just is always there, super patient um, with him in the studio, making sure he does all the things for therapy, making sure he takes all of his medication. And she just knows that she was strong enough to like make sure that someone so amazing as Justin, which I've heard in the industry, he's honestly an amazing person. Big Sean says it like everyone has said that in various interviews that Justin is a great guy. So it's like some people just let great people fall and they fall to drugs, they fall to stress, they fall to trauma and it's like not fair and you need like a rock sometimes like help you like pull you up I mean not to you know complete you but I feel like Haley like knew her role in his life and I feel like that's fucking beautiful I am probably a hopeless romantic and I'm so into love but I think that like that's what it's here for what else is life really about like we all have trauma we all have bullshit like we always say you need somebody to love you through that and be your rock through that to like be your own better person or whatever so Shout out to the Beebs. This was a quick version. I would have died more into it. Like, you know, like what exactly each thing does. But the corona has me not trying to research that much. But I like what I said was facts. But I'm just not going into that much detail. Because I'm trying to just get this episode out. Because it's been way too long. Um, so yeah, shout out to the Beebs. I'm always a believer. Um, I hope I get to go to the concert. And who knows what's happening with the Roni or whatever. I need to get a ticket and for whenever it's rescheduled for. But he's on tour with Kaylani, him, and there's someone else that was super fire. I really forgot who it was. But they were like a good, it was a good um, placement. But yeah, um, yeah, the beeps. We're gonna move on to our next segment, which is my two cents. We're gonna talk about this goddamn Roni. Um, it's gonna be quick, I think. Well, maybe not. We'll see. All right. The coronavirus, also known as COVD-19. This is like, um, like 9-11 was crazy and this was crazy as far as like what will go into our kids' history books and whatnot. This one was on some Black Mirror shit like everyone's saying. It was just like, is this really happening? It doesn't feel real until things get real. Um... I am like a positive person and try to stay optimistic when I can or else I will not make it. So 
I've been positive throughout it all, not scared, just like cautious and, you know, trying to like stay on top of the info and have actual facts because the fake news is real and floating around everywhere, as we all know. This is like the best time for fake news, best time for clicks. At first, I was one of those people It's like, oh, this is a mass hysteria whole thing. And um, the media is trying to do this and all that. I was like on some low key hotel shit with that because I do like that does happen. But this is definitely not the case. So with me in this whole thing, what's annoyed me is people yelling at others through the socials about them going out last weekend. Like, why are you yelling? You could literally inform people and let them know like what better cautionary things that, that they should be doing without yelling at them and making them feel small or stupid. Like we all don't know what's going on. Um, this has never happened to any of us before. Some of us don't watch the news as much as others. Some of us just aren't aware as others. And, and then there are some people who are just fucking idiots and going out on purpose, like the people at the clubs and shit that have fucking hand sanitizer bottles and stuff like that's like OD, okay? But if the last couple, like last weekend, someone went out to eat or whatever, did something small, it's like, it's okay. It's not okay, but we didn't know. And I was one of those people, not gonna lie, I'm gonna be honest, went out on Friday a little bit for a second and Saturday in the daytime for a second. But I didn't know, know, like we weren't aware of how serious it was getting and how serious it is now. So, um, and it wasn't because we didn't care about your granny. Like, it's not because of that. It's just because we didn't know this is new. Now we're aware. Now we're on self-quarantine, self-distancing, and all of that jazz. So stop, like, people don't respond good to negativity. So it's like, if you're just yelling, like, you motherfucker, like, how dare you be out here spreading this virus or whatever. I don't, like... People are going to come back mad because, like I said, it doesn't sound like you're trying to help anyone. It honestly just sounds like you're trying to sound smarter, which is like the Internet and people, period. It's like inform me. We should be a community at this point. It's not it should not be a woke, a woke battle like we're trying to survive. Right. So just like let's share information. Let's help each other and stop being so goddamn like negative. Like just it's it's annoying. Um. So I'm not a doctor or anything like that. So we're a doctor, IG doctor. And a lot of the information that people have been sharing on their podcast, it's like you can find that anywhere. So I don't feel the need to repeat that. We all know what the fuck's going on. Um, we know what we need to do. The one thing that I personally found interesting was um, when I watched Red Table Talk, they had a millennial on there, 25, I think, 26 years old. And her and her friends caught the Roni. Um, and they talked about their experience, or she talked about her experience and how that was. And the way that they explained it before she got on, um, was that it's, viruses happen all the time. Like when the flu happened, it had to, like, of course people died, which is not okay, but some people live through it, are immune to it. They find the cure and that's just how it works. So with Corona, some of us will get it and die because of what's happening. Some of us will get it and we will have to fight through it and then we'll be immune to it. And that's just it. It's just like once you get past that, it's you're fine. Some people will take longer than, than others to recover, depending on what's going on with your body and your health. Some shorter and some more will have more side effects. It just like depends on like the individual. So the specific girl, she had like a lot of autoimmune diseases and things like that. So she said it took her like, I think a week to recover, but some of her friends recovered in like two days. 
And it's like, that's, that's that on that. So it's like, it's nothing for us to be extremely terrified over, but definitely cautious over. And because of pe- the people who can die. So that's what I have to say about, I guess, the cautionary things and the whole news aspect of it. So that's it on that. I want to talk about the whole us having to self-distance and be alone and what positive things can come out of that. Because I love to like take time to myself and, and isolate. Like that's when my brain thrives. That's when my ideas come out. I go into the world, absorb all that. Then I come home and like really just like reflect and put things on paper and like just make sure that all of my ideas and who I am is coming from me and within. I've been like that since forever. So this whole self-distancing thing, don't take it for granted. Use this time to journal. To journal, like I always say, use this time to learn something new. Use this time to work on projects you haven't worked on. Use this time to get to know the people around you more, whoever you're stuck quarantining or thinking or whatever with, family, friends, whoever, boo, whatever. Like, use this time to really just, like, focus on self and each other, you know, without distractions or whatever. Um, yeah, and back to the learning something new part. So your girl here, I've always wanted to do, like, learn how to braid my own hair for myself and for my future daughters and stuff like that and kids. Braid my own hair, twist my own hair, do whatever I need to do to my own hair. So I've been practicing on Lauren on different things, but I was like, let me learn how to, like, Marley twist my own hair because I'm natural now and it's like, sometimes you need a nice little protective style, whatever, to hold things down. So I literally... Went to the beauty supply store. Of course, I put, I put my mask on and stuff. And the mask that you can wear, I have my mask is not like a normal mask. It's the mask that I got in Taipei that covers your entire face. So for those of you who are going to be like, the mask don't work. A mask don't work. Even if the mask didn't work, shouldn't you just take any precaution? Like people really just like to say shit. Like take whatever precaution you need to take to feel comfortable who cares? Like, am I hurting you by wearing my mask? I didn't think so. So, but anyways, my mask is legit though. I got it in Taipei um, a couple years ago. So anyways, wore my mask to the little beauty supply store down the street, got some Marley twist hair, got on YouTube last night, had a glass of wine and learned how to twist my hair. I did that. I love it. It's cute. It's going to do, it's going to, and if some shit goes down, mm, I'll be laid slayed, um, fried, died to the side, I would just be protected and great. So I'm happy I learned that. I want to focus on, like I said, the future of the podcast. I just want to like dig deeper into myself and what I want to do. And I just want to create. And I don't know, like alone time is so good. Like, no, the fun part about it is like, we don't know what can come out of it. But so much can if you like look at it in a positive light. Make sure you're working out. Make sure you're moving your body. Make sure you're not just getting drunk every day or high every day. Of course, get lit. I'm going to do that too. But have days when you don't. Have days when you have a fresh mind. Detox. Make sure you're eating good if you can. I know there's like not access to all kind of food and stuff like that. But try your best to be as healthy as possible because that's how you'll feel better. Um... But yeah, we're going to get through this together. And I feel like after this, everyone's going to hit a huge reset button. The world, our energy, everything. So that's always like a positive, like a big ass reset is always necessary for just new life, new things. Um, So that's something that we can look forward to. You know what I'm saying? 
So that's it on the Rony Rome, the coronavirus, coronavirus, whatever Cardi B said, that was the most hysterical thing ever. Um, I'm going to pet that dog, all that, all of that. The internet is just really funny. Y'all are just really, really, really funny. Y'all can be annoying, but you know, it's more fun than Aggie. So yeah, Um, let's move on to the next segment, which will be gold. So for gold this week, it's a show, 20s on BT. I know you guys, everyone talks shit about BT, but they are trying to do it, honey, for us. They really are. So we need to support them. And this show is actually very, very good. It's 20s created by Lena Waithe. Of course, she's always doing her thing. The description says a black woman in her 20s named Hattie and her two straight best friends. Mind you, Hattie is... um, in the LGBTQIA plus community. So Hattie and her two best, her two straight best friends, Marie and Nia. Chase their dreams in Los Angeles as they try to figure out life, love and the professional world. Beyond that, that sounds good and stuff. But truly the way that Hattie is like portrayed her character, I need to see what the girl's name is um because she's amazing i think it's jonica gibbs i want to say let me make sure though because yes jojo t gibbs she's a star like her character makes me feel warm on the inside i love to see like all the different facets of the lgbtqia plus community we always see like we always see that community portrayed in one way um and this truly shows like the femininity that could be in someone who kind of identifies as like on the more like masculine side. Like Hattie embodies this masculinity and this femininity that's just really, really amazing to watch on screen. So I see it in my everyday life with my friends and different people, but I never see that type on screen. It's amazing to see. Also love how it's about a TV screenwriter chasing her dreams. Um, I heard that it, is kind of like Lena's real story with like Mara and things like that. So that's really, really cool. So I'm really relate to that as well. It shows like really how it is trying to get it out here in all honesty. And the lingo isn't forced, you know, how they try to do sometimes. Lingo is enforced. The hair is on point. Oh, Big Sean is on there acting his ass off, being fine as hell per usual. And the soundtrack is popping. It's a really good show. And we should, we should support it so we can get more shows like that. Honestly, so check out 20s on BT if you have the fire stick, download the app or whatever you got to do and let me know what you think about it. Okay, Um, we're going to move on to the next segment, peace of mind, because we all need that right now. Going crazy in this motherfucker. So due to what's happening, everyone is basically working from home. And I know y'all are like going insane over there. Um, I have worked from home before as a freelancer. And so a couple of years ago, I wrote an article actually about how to be productive when working from home. I wrote it for Vashi.com for like a Monday motivation piece. And I was like, oh shit, especially as a creative or if you're just like at home or whatever. Um, And yeah, I'm going to share those tips from there. So I'm going to read a little bit of that And these tips really do work. This is what I use to make sure that I'm productive so I know that they work. Ain't no bullshit. It's some real shit. All right. So, okay. Working as a freelancer or being self-employed can sometimes get very complicated. 
It feels great to not have to clock in and out of work, but it can get weird when you're not feeling it and deadlines are quickly approaching. Working from home can also get very crippling because you are not getting a sufficient amount of sunlight, physical activity, and human interaction. As human beings, our brain begins to flow through activity, whether it is physical or mental. Moving your body, working through your thoughts, and actually articulating them to others increases your creativity and productivity. So basically, when you're just at home thinking, it's like nothing's really flowing because you're just talking to yourself, thinking to yourself. Maybe you should try talking to your dog. I don't know. But that's why it feels like you're kind of stuck right now if, if you guys are have been having that feeling. So sometimes you want to get up and get out and leave the house to get that brain flowing, but it's like you just don't want to leave because you have some pressing emails and you can't get outside, you have anxiety, it's a ripple effect. So if you, of course, what would be amazing if you get outside first, take a walk, go work out, and then come back. But if you can't do that, and there's no time for that, um, there's a couple of exercises that I have here that will help you manage working from home they say till what, July or August? I don't know. That's just going to be crazy. But here's what you guys can do to make that a little bit better. First, wake up early. Set your alarm clock as if you had to be at work at 8 a.m. Even if your office is only a couple of steps away, which your office is basically going to be your living room or sometimes even if you just have a roommate, it's like just moving to another corner. Um, but if your office is just only... A couple of steps away, make that mental transition from your home to your office. Don't work in bed, basically. Make sure you are at your desk and ready, and ready for work by 9 a.m. latest. Again, do not work from your bed or on the couch. Be on time for yourself. This will make deadlines seem like a breeze. Routines are also your best friend. Hold yourself accountable and follow standard business hours. Routines are amazing. They keep you in check. They keep you in order. They keep everything flowing. They keep the mind moving as it should. Okay. Second thing, create a distraction to-do list. Because of the easy access to phones and the internet, we tend to get distracted much easier. I know I'm on Twitter all day. That's my biggest distraction is Twitter. I love y'all, but I just be on there and not doing my work. So when it when something crosses our mind, we jump right to it and out of what uh, we were focus, focusing on originally. Like if you see people talking about what goddamn the baby did today like who he slap or whatever you, you know that you see on the internet it's like let me go check this out and you can easily hop out of what you're doing to go look at um who the fuck the baby slapped when it's like you have shit to do right so or you'd be like what's the weather gonna be like on my next vacation like random things will pop in your head that's so unnecessary but it's really just trying to like your brain is trying to like procrastinate on what you have to do so consequently we get to googling and completely lose track of time once you are distracted, it takes about 25 minutes to return back to your original task. And those are facts from Psychology Today. Get your life and make a quick list of the little things that pop up that pop up in your head and get to those later. So if you just think, ooh, like I want to see this or ooh, I want to do that. Stay on what, what you're doing and make that list for when you have like a break time and then you can go check all those things out. So I want to go check out this interview I want to see what the weather is like. I want to see what these cheap flights are looking like. Don't do that while you're on a task. Do that after and just make a list. So that's called a distraction to-do list. Number two, which is my favorite. Oh my God, it's been helping me so much. Meditation. In the words of J. Cole, you've got to 
Meditate, meditate, meditate. Vashi stands by this, by the way, and it has proven to work wonders in her life and mine. Every morning, take a moment to focus on meditation for about 20 to 30 minutes. Meditation will help you stay cool, calm, and collected throughout the day, and it aids in having a healthy thought process. Research shows that after four days of meditation, you will notice a change in your attention as well. Facts. I was like... And meditating in and out, but as of recently, I've been using the Calm app, which is the best thing ever. You can use the free version, get the subscription, but it really, they have like different practices like focus, falling asleep, anxiety, before a social gathering. Literally, it's 12 minutes, 12 minutes long. That's it. That's all you need to like get in the zone, get in the space to have a much better and more productive day. So meditation, the Calm app is what I, um, would suggest so use that there's many different apps many different things you can do but yeah that's my favorite so second well actually the third thing is mindfulness mindfulness often gets put into the same category of meditation but this is something that you can practice throughout the day without anyone noticing mindfulness is simply focusing completely on what you're doing slowing down and observing all the physical and emotional sensations you are experiencing at the moment. For example, when you're eating, take the time to really chew and enjoy your food. This might seem nutty as hell, but I promise you, it just slows your brain down and like makes you truly present. So really chew and enjoy your food. Concentrate on the flavors, the smell and the texture. Um, it really helps. Mindfulness will help you push back against distractions when they arise because you're so mindful of what you're doing even out of that like if, if you're not eating let's say that you um are doing something and then you're like oh let me do twitter it's like no your mind that mindfulness practice will help you focus back on exactly what you need to be doing so when you are working on a task and start to feel restless or over it think to yourself let's just be here right now and after this we can do whatever the fuck we want to do so I think this is the fourth thing, curate your space. You may not be in a beautiful skyrise office with tons of windows, but you can curate your very own space. Light and ambiance are so important when it comes to your workspace. Set your desk up close to the nearest window and open your blinds. Make sure you your work area is clean and organized. Your space reflects what's going on in, going on in your mind. Cleanliness is for sure next to godliness. I can't think when things are clearful that's why I'm sometimes I'm not in my room but yeah like make sure everything's organized um so get to spring cleaning organize your things that's one thing you can do on this whole break is like organize your shit get your life together um bright colors are also make a work environment feel much more alive add different tapestries plants flowers you know just like judge that shit up get some like candles um hum the aromatherapy things there's so much that you can do so i believe this is six i'm losing track but y'all good 15 to 20 minute at home workouts take a walk so i talked about this earlier do a quick workout inside or outside it's as simple as that the discipline that happens when you commit to a workout helps you in developing the willpower the willpower as well to ignore your distractions when it comes to focusing so get that done you'll feel productive by just doing that that'll make you like want to do more productive things throughout the day and um something else i think this is the seventh thing concentration concentration exercises 
this is good for me because like I've said before, I have adult ADD. Um, I am not like taking anything for it right now. So it's been really good for me personally, but really bad for me. Not bad for me, but a change for me, like when it comes to work and stuff. But all of the above practices will help you better your focus and concentration as a freelancer. Um, I have a list of those that I'll put, I guess, in the um, in the little bio thing because I can't really explain them. But you can even Google concentration exercises and just do a couple um, and they'll they work if you have the time and if your brain works like mine. Um, we have two more. Okay, learn something new. Getting stuck in routine can diminish your motivation while working from home. It's important that you take initiative when it comes to learning new things and broadening your horizons. You don't have that talkative coworker next to you putting you on games to the latest trends or new ways of thinking. You also don't have a boss who's urging you to learn new skills so that you can work your way up on the corporate ladder. It's up to you to learn new things Get on YouTube or get an account with Linda and take time once a week to learn something new, whether it is for your career or your personal life. Growth is everything. So you can learn something new that you can bring back to work later or just what you if you want to start like a new business like this is the time to do it. Linda is a shit. YouTube is a shit. So do that. Last but not least, find time for office management duties. When you're working for yourself, you have to keep up with your own payroll and other technical things. I feel like everyone's like clocking in in like different ways which I think is hysterical but the way people y'all have been talking about it's like y'all are just like clocking in and then going to like get breakfast and shit and like doing funny shit like that but um save all the office management duties for the second half of the day or during your most unproductive times these tasks don't need that much brain power so don't waste your brain power on billing technology upgrades expense reporting and other management duties do that later in the day so if you need to like order a new mouse or do something like that, like work on that later, but handle whatever priority tasks you need to handle for the company, like in the beginning of the day. So yeah, that was my peace of mind thing for this episode. Um, I hope that helps. I'll link the actual article as well so you guys can read it. I wrote this in twenty May 14th, 2018. I kind of miss writing, kind of, but... Um, yeah, so that was this little episode. I'm going to try to really like do it every week. I say that every week, but I swear I'm trying. I'm getting better. Um, I hope you guys stay safe out here in these streets. Stay positive. Stop yelling at each other. Holla at your girl. Um, make sure you guys, oh yeah, send me more questions to penny.anassi at gmail.com, P-E-N-N-I-E period a-n-a-s-s-i at gmail.com for the pen pal letters i want to know your business i want to get in that shit i'm just kidding i just really like i want to help you guys i love you guys so much let's be kind and let's just take all this in in the best way possible stay safe out here in these streets all right okay i have to add this on um i personally know somebody who has the virus, not here, but in Houston. So I'm just saying that to say that it's real. For real, for real. I'm pretty sure a lot of us are starting to like, you know, have know someone that knows somebody or whatever the case may be. So just wanted to say that. I also want to say, um, continue to shout me out and things like that. Next week, we will have a special guest. Shout out to the Anchor app and technology for allowing us to still be self-distancing, self, dis- self distancing, but able to 
record a podcast and have a guest host. So that should be really fun and interesting. Um, we'll do that next week. And yeah. All right. Bye, motherfuckers.